Hi guys, uh, welcome to a quick podcast. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different to the ones that have come before. I put out a request on Twitter to ask people to send in their infields if they were willing to, uh, as long as they were edited free of identifying information. And then I would do an analysis and put it up online. So that is today's podcast and it's all about, well, mostly about how to deal with, uh, well, any kind of girl, but specifically American girls, comfort, chit-chat, way of speaking and how to actually keep it more seductive. Okay, so with this quick podcast series, I am looking to keep things quick and informative, uh, go into detail on some topics which maybe haven't seen their time in the sun and give you a different perspective to one you might have heard before. Just please note this is for intermediates to dig their teeth into. It's not for beginners. Please keep that in mind as you listen. Uh, Some quick upsells before we begin. On my website, that's thomascrownpua.com, you can buy my first year of day game memoir, my texting guide, my intermediate textbook, and a book of my best blog posts. Uh, You can also sign up for my Patreon, where there are infields of my own, and exclusive Q&As. You can hire me for coaching by call and infield. And again, that's all on thomascrownpua.com. And lastly, you can follow me on X at crowndaygame. So yeah, if you have one of your infields, that you would like me to analyze for free. Of course, you have to be willing for it to be online and like I said, take out any information to identify people with, then send me a message either via my website or on X. Okay, so the way that I recorded this was I did the analysis while I was in Prague recently. And so what's gonna happen now is you're going to hear the guy who sent it to me, his name is Burner. you can find him on Twitter, uh, is that his infield is going to come next at the end of the infield, you'll hear my analysis. Okay, I hope you enjoy it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hi. Hi, one sec. Yeah. Stop one sec. I saw you over there. I thought you were really cute, honestly. Oh, it's that nice to meet you. What's yeah. your name? Nice to meet you. Do you live around That's here? That's a cute name. It's kind of a dog's name. Oh, is it like a dog's well, name? Well, yeah, but in a cute way. Yeah. Yeah, I just moved um, to the neighborhood like three weeks ago. Okay, where did you move from? <laughs> okay. Which is a big improvement so far. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really enjoying it, so I was just... You know, you know honestly, I haven't walked um, up and down too much. Like, I'm always... So I'm just checking out a little bit. That's good, yeah. It's a good street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've just been in a cool art shop. I'm not very good at decorating, and <laughs> I need to, like, get some new art for my apartment, and... Yes, I've been there. <laughs> where where like, did you go? I went, it was like, it was literally like, I don't know, 50 yards, I don't know, but I'm, it's like somewhere there on the left. Okay. They had this really cool um, print, I like sports, it's kind of sporty with sports bar kind of vibes. Oh, I know the store that you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. No, that's I was just in story. there. Yeah, that's fun. And I told the, I told the girl and I was like, you know. I'd be back in like 30 minutes to buy it on my way home. So, yeah. you know, I might pull the trigger. You should. <laughs> yeah. You should do it. Yeah. You should do it. What are you up to? Um, I am just walking to meet a friend. Okay. Yeah. For like drinks or something? Or? Yeah. For cool. drinks and dinner. Dinner. Yeah. What's, uh, do you have any like cool recommendations or do you like the place you guys are going? In this neighborhood? Yeah. Hmm, I think, have you been to Taco? Yeah, place? it's been there for a while, but it's yeah. like it's just like a really solid place. The vibes were really good. I was there yeah. like it was 
really warm. It's like a Friday. Out on the patio, you know, it's cool. And yeah. there. I haven't been to And it's like, also like, you, it's the patio. It's very much a summer place. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. yeah. You have yeah. tacos, burgers, you're uh, I do, you're yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Where are you from? I'm Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm learning the Midwest because they love their meat and cheese. And <laughs> this is the thing here. Yeah, where are you from? <laughs> I've lived in a lot of states, actually. with Texas and South Carolina, Colorado. Where are you from originally? I was born in Texas, but I didn't grow up there. I like kind of grew up in South Carolina, actually. Okay. So, but I finished high school in Colorado. Like I've lived in like four, I've lived in like five states now. You were so. your parents in the military? No. Um, my dad just moved us around for his job. He's a doctor. It's not like a usual job that you move for, but it happened to move around for it. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of happened that way. And I've been in Chicago for like two years now. Okay. So. Cool. So uh, I like yeah. the I like the city a lot actually. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I. Uh, yeah, I went to grad school here. I'm done with that. Now I have a job. So. So that's pretty good. That's good. I'm sticking around. What did you Where did you go for grad school? I went to U. Um, for statistics. Okay. Like a big numbers guy. Okay. <laughs> um, and now I work for. Uh, actually. Uh, doing data science. Interesting. It's like the travel, you know, I'm your guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll so do you flights. work on the, like, on the maintenance data side? It's it's more on, like, how familiar are you with I do, yeah. You do? Yeah. So, like... I yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so I work for... Um, Okay. Data science for like, you know, the yeah. Do you know? Shit, I could find it. Do you know? I don't think that. Okay, he used to work on the that team, but doing data stuff. Yeah, he. I think he printed. In the past, like, like, 14 months, I've been to Australia three times. Really? Yeah. That's so far, too. Um, Yeah, it's far. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that was, I like going there, because it's, like, so different. Nice. Um, I have not made it that far, but with the perks, I definitely want to. Yeah, yeah. Cool, um. Like, I know you got to go. I'd love to get a drink another time. Let's do it. Should we do it? Yeah. yeah, I'll give you my number. I feel like we got travel and whatnot to talk about. I'll let you... Here. I also work in your industry. Really? Airlines? I work for an aftermarket company that does... Um, here you go. I'll text you um, I do like maintenance operations for governments, um. not
helping us. So anyway. Complete our flights. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I you send know. you a text. Per oh, let's see. Let's see. Yes. Okay. Cool. Text me. Hey, great to meet you. Yeah. It was good to meet you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll text you soon. Have a good night. See ya. Hey guys, so uh, I'm here today doing an analysis of an infield that was sent to me by, let's find out his name, Day Game Burner. Uh, seems like an American guy out in the States somewhere. And I put out a call on my Twitter to say if anyone wants to have their infields analyzed for free by me. Uh, of course, you'll have to edit it to make sure that it has any kind of uh, information that you could use to identify someone taken out of it. So you need to do that and then be willing for it to be posted on uh, on Twitter. But I saw St. Robert was doing these ones and I thought, oh, this would be a great idea to do my own infield analysis and use it as a selling point for you guys to sign up to my Patreon, which you can find details of on my website. I'm just in Prague right now, just off the old town square, trying to find somewhere private to do this recording. Um, here for coaching for a few days and it's been be beautiful weather really nice place uh, if you're interested in coaching then go to thomascrownpua.com and you'll find the form there okay so let's go into the infield uh, okay let's start off and the beginning yeah, actually I really like the beginning I think uh, he has a, a clear persistence in the stop uh, he has a lot of conviction saying excuse me stop the stopping words all those things until she slows down he's not the kind of guy who's walking over to her and just been like excuse me can I say something? And then she's gone. And he's like, oh, no. So it's good there. He has persistence. Uh, but from here on, there is a lot to work on. So we'll get into it. Uh, he starts off and he says, oh, I just wanted to say you look cute. And saying she looks cute is okay. But to be honest, would you really run down the street just to say she looks cute? It seems like a bit of a, an understatement, really. Um, of course, you can say you can say cute. Or even I remember Torero would say you look really nice all the time but say Torero would say that with the a sexual tone in his voice like you look really nice today whereas if you're like yeah you look nice or ah, you look cute it's a bit of a like okay well then why do you care so much to run after so what I would instead say it's better is to use a compliment that's specific to her so you know if she's cute explain why she could be adorable uh, she's so cute, or she looks beautiful today, or she's really feminine, or stylish, elegant, or even sexy. Or you could even say you have a great figure, a great body. I can see you work out. It's really nice. I like it. So using a specific compliment to her and what you noticed about her. So don't rely on this thing of, uh, okay, I'm going to walk over to her and say the special intent word, the nice or the cute, and then just think, okay, cool, that's it my job is done in terms of showing intent. You need to actually be a bit more specific. Okay, so points to improve on quite a lot here. He, he opens her and then she says something like, oh, what's your name? Do you live around here? And this is a, obviously, this is a big, big problem you've probably heard of with American girls, is that they can be really, really chatty and then the conversation sinks into into this friendly chit chat with no man to woman vibe and so of course I'm generalizing here but it is endemic with American girls that's their that's their sort of response to being talked to is to try and neutralize the situation by 
making it friendly and platonic. Instead, you have to make sure she can't neutralize the situation, if you can take the, if you uh, allow me the metaphor. Um, and so don't let her take the reins of conversation. So a lot of the time you're here with uh, non-American girls. You know, it's good if she's asking questions because she's investing. I would say when you're talking to American girls, the difference is that you, you want to be asking her questions, getting her to talk. And that if she's asking you multiple questions in a row, it means that she's positioning, positioning herself as the interviewer and you're there as like the little puppy dancing for her attention, hoping that she's going to pick you. So instead, when you get two questions in a row like this, what I like to do is break the chain of questioning by slowing her down, teasing her, and then starting your own chain. So for example, she says, what's your name? Uh, do you live around here? And then I would say, whoa, whoa, okay, that's too many questions at once. So that's slowing it down. Then I'd say, all right, my name's Tom. What's yours? And then shake hands, get the moment of touch going. And then you think you can then slow it down more and you're saying, oh yeah, what was that other thing you were saying? Where am I from? Or do I live here? I don't know. I think I look like a typical Londoner or I look like a typical New Yorker or wherever it is. And then look at her and say, you know, you do not look like you're from here. You look like a fish out of water. So a little tease there again. But it's putting you in the interviewer mode. I think one thing to have in mind when you're talking with American girls is you want to be the interviewer of her. Of course, you can't just be asking question, 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 but you should be the one setting, I mean, this is with all women, you should be the one setting the pace of the conversation. And don't think, don't, uh, it's like fool's gold or it's like a, a trap you're falling into. If you think to yourself, ah, she's asking me questions, that means I can just relax because she likes me. So she says her name and he says, I like this tease, by the way. Oh, that's like a dog's name. It's a good tease, it's like off the cusp. Of course, you just say it with anything. Like uh, if her name is, um, uh, if her name is Mary, you're like, oh, okay, that's my grandma's name. Or, uh, or that's like an old woman's name. Or if it's Alice, like, oh, that's like Alice in Wonderland. Or what, what, what's another example? Uh, I don't know. None, none really come to mind just off the top of my head. Um, but always teasing her a little bit for her name. You can always play with it. Now, the thing that Mr. Mr. Bernard does wrong, unfortunately, in this case, is that he doesn't have the balls to stand by his tease. He says, oh, that's like a, a dog's name. And then he goes, oh, wait, but oh, like a cute dog's name. Cute dog's name, trying to pull it back. Uh, you really have to stand by your teasers. You know, you can't walk them back. Otherwise she goes, ah, okay. He's not actually the guy he's making himself out to be. And then hopefully from there, like we're saying, you're flipping the conversation back. You're the one teasing her and asking her the questions. And you're the one driving the conversation and setting the pace. So once we, once she asks about him, does he like the area? <clears throat> She's firmly in interviewer mode and he's qualifying to her. He's saying, oh, I like this place. I like that restaurant. I like this bar and that shop. And she can um, kind of confirm in her mind at this point that he's not really a sexual threat. Uh, you can kind of tell that when she, he says to her, what are you up to? It's, she has this condescending tone like, yeah, um, I'm going for di dinner and drinks. And there's no emotion there. Like she doesn't sound in any way that she's thrilled to meet him. And this is coming because he went in and kind of fell into the comfort trap. And he fell into that trap of thinking, ah, she's asking me questions, this is going well. I can just turn everything off, turn all the game off. Um, so one thing I like to say as well is I am a band topic. So I really only talk about myself 
unless she asks. And, you know, of course, I try to put in little DHVs in sprinkle them in there so it'll be in a one in the sentence or I'm trying to use open loops to suck her into asking a question but of course then I will turn it back on her as quick as I can so for example rather than if I'm walking around at 3 p.m in the day and I say to her hey how comes you're not in an office right now it's 3 p.m then that begs the question that she should ask me the same thing and I might say oh I, I get to set my own schedule uh, you know, it's great that you own your own business and then, you know, I'm not giving her all the information at once But then she'll start asking me those things and of course then I push it back to her again as quick as I can So moving on with the with the set you can hear that it falls into this what I call tourist information exchange mode Which is really the place you never want to be in this place Because that's an exchange of information. That's a logical conversation. That's not an exchange of emotions so a rule to have in your mind is to think don't talk about how something is don't talk about the logic of something talk about how it make, made you feel or how, how it makes you feel so later on when they're talking about jobs it really shouldn't be the oh I work at this company and I do this and it's like a dry description of what you do instead you could say something like okay even if you worked in IT support you'd say something like uh, you know um, you know when you get really pissed off when your computer breaks like I'm the guy who steps in and fixes everything and makes you feel better again um, I know that sounds a bit that's quite cheesy off the top of my head but you know it's not doing it in the moment in set but take that rule of talk about how things make you feel rather than how um, just the logical side of it because again girls know if a guy is talking in logical terms when they're having this tourist information exchange then she's like ah okay you know he's uh he's not really that guy you know he's not the guy who's gonna make me who's gonna thrill me and uh, perk up my emotions and in fact if you come into the set and do the first what is it 30 seconds properly that's the most important part of the set in my opinion then you'll see that there are more emotions flowing throughout the set so the analogy I give is that it's like making a milkshake because if you, what you've got to do is take the powder, it's like a powdered milkshake. First you take the powder, you put a bit of milk in and whisk it up. That's the first 30 seconds. Then you pour the rest of the milk in. Whereas what a lot of guys do is they just try to put all the, they, they just throw everything together. They get a lumpy milkshake and it's on the surface, it seems like a milkshake, but actually it's not really what they wanted. If they want to have that smooth, creamy milkshake, then you've got to do the thing of whipping it up in the first 30 seconds making it interesting and in this case driving the conversation and taking the frame uh, owning the reins of the conversation uh, and then the rest of the conversation you'll see that she perks up and you'll see that she talks um, in feelings as well yeah she talks about what she uh, how she emotes about things uh, a certain thing I picked up in the set mr. burner uh, he has some nervous laughs uh, for example I think the worst one was when he says I do data science haha <laughs> and literally like screams with laughter and you know you can just kind of see that is belying how he doesn't think it's interesting and cool so my advice here is don't do something you don't think is interesting don't do something which you wouldn't be proud of telling someone about or at least pick the things that you really like you know you might have uh, you know 20 30 different things you do in your job but there are five of them that you really feel passionate for so focus on those ones and talk about how you love doing your job because you get to do those things and again you can hear how I'm emoting here I love that part of my job not these are the five tasks I enjoy that, that are very good blah 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 okay so he asked for the number she says yes it sort of sounds like oh well done you made a new friend 
Um, the truth is, look, you can do enough of these sets and you will get laid eventually because you're going to find a girl who likes your looks or you just get lucky. You know, maybe she's really horny and she thinks, oh, okay, he'll do. But unfortunately, it's not game. You know, there's nothing in this set which, like, beyond approaching her and saying she's cute, which is showing he has balls, but then he's not doing anything to actually increase her attraction for him. He's not showing any kind of attractive traits. He's just having a friendly chit-chat conversation. So what I'd recommend for Mr. Burner is mainly don't fall into this comfort trap. Uh, don't think to yourself just because she's asking questions that it's going really well. Instead, what I think, okay, one way that lets me drive each conversation with a girl is that I think to myself, okay, I'm always talking about these three topics, where she's from, what she's doing now, and what her job is. And he does kind of do these things, but he doesn't really take ownership of the conversation. And you can hear how after some topics die down, she then goes like, ah, oh, you know, it's an awkward silence. And, you know, it's not like a vacuum where she's rushing to fill it. It just sounds a bit like they're standing there wondering what to say next. So don't fall into the comfort trap and drive the conversation. Just from a verbal perspective, I think that would be the most helpful. Okay, if you enjoyed that analysis, then go to my Patreon. I've got tons of infields there, which you can listen to with full analysis, just like this from my own sets. And uh, if you'd like to have your own infield analyzed, then send it to me. Okay, that's done.